And the message from Berna, I believe, would be that every black person should please remember that you were Africans before you became anything else. Thank you. I was coming up with that with that um for that intro and I was like which song should I use and I asked my girl and then it was between that and African Giant because part of me was like I didn't really I didn't want to use a song that everybody knew right part of me but then I, but then I played it she was like no you gotta use this yeah bro <laughs> it's, it's just so iconic and the last time that we were here we were talking about it um and just his impact and everything and you know his mom giving that speech i was like that's got to go in front because that was that was an amazing speech and to put everything in perspective just what our podcast is going to embody as well um so yeah so if you're listening to this this is the african connection podcast i'm here i'm drew and i'm joined by my guy benny what's going on thank you so much for for coming along this journey with me man yes sir um i was kind of like should I ask? Should I not? Maybe because you never know if somebody's gonna agree with your idea and see your vision. And, right. And as soon as you said yes, I was like, all right, let's go. We got it. Um, and the last episode that we did, uh, you said that there was there was a, a great reaction to that from, yeah, from everybody that you showed. Yeah, man. I got a lot of love, man. A lot of a lot of people hit me up um, talking about it. Like like you said, you, everyone you told thought it was a good idea, man. Everyone that saw it said it was a good idea, man. They gave us mad props for even. You know what I mean? Going after it like that. Mm-hmm. Um, talking about some of the stuff that we talked about. Yep. So, man, people were mad happy about it, man. So, yeah, that, up, you know? That's good because, like we said, African culture is is becoming more acceptable in right. the United States. And it's just seen more. And now, you know, headlining stages and doing your own tours. For and, real. Uh, just, just everybody getting the recognition that, that we deserve. Mm-hmm. Because if you look back at at African and, and Africans and, and music wise a lot of it was taken right like if you look at at the stuff for the World Cup mm-hmm. like uh, I believe it was who was was it uh, Shakira who did it it was it was yeah. it was uh, Waka Waka mm-hmm. like that's from Cameroon mm-hmm. I didn't know that until until my mom t- I was like really yeah. and then you hear other songs it's like oh that's from here right and then uh, like uh, Mama Say Mama Sama Makusa yeah. I, was, I was like Michael Jackson too so so, <laughs> so now it's like now we're at the forefront now we're right. making our music the way we want to and the way and we're getting recognition for it not some some other artist um, who who simply just liked the song and then took it um, so yeah. those are those are some of the stuff or some of the things that I wanted to talk about and, and bring to the light and just show what we've done uh how how much we've impacted just on earth mm-hmm. um you know historically of course everybody knows but just even recently mm-hmm. and and you know dance moves and and just, just the whole food just everything just everything coming to light um you know talk about people like michael blackson and, <laughs> and, and of course and, and just comedians actors actresses yeah uh just just every aspect um one thing I will say though, man, is that is that I'm kind of I don't want to say I'm okay with how it all happened, but I know that everything happens for a reason, and mm-hmm. you know all that stuff that you were talking about, you know, Waka Waka, that Michael Jackson thing, um, you know, I feel like in the gra- like grand scheme of things, it served its purpose, right? Because yeah. now, like you're saying, 
people like us are starting to understand these things and be like, oh, that did come from African culture. That did come from black culture. Yeah. Um, and you start, you know, now it's the information age. So we're starting to learn those things. And then we have a totally different perspective than those behind us, right? True. Um, True. So that we can then give, you know, an even more informed perspective to those in front. So mm-hmm. I think, man, everything happens for a reason. I think it was, it's all a blessing. And, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm never opposed to someone being inspired by someone you know by other yeah. people's work um i just wish they would give credit where credit is due yeah, exactly but i you know everything that that's done in the dark mm-hmm. come to the light so because then then it's our job to go search for it instead of just like oh right. it's this person that did it then you know it's like then you have to go look at the album and look at who helped and this right. and that it's like oh so that's where they got it from yeah um and then that takes uh money away from their pockets yeah um i forget there there's one song oh in the jungle the mighty <laughs> yeah, yeah. it was that's i believe it was south african if mm-hmm. i'm not mistaken they get like dollars for right. that song but right. it's been interpreted it's been remixed replayed redone mm-hmm. so many times yeah and it it's intrinsic popular. value is crazy yeah right? but the, <laughs> the originators <laughs> yeah. don't get it done yeah and and you know and now it's in of course the music industry is, is right. like that in nature um that's true that's true it's very true but going back to what you said uh about us being like second generation uh, and in in America, mm-hmm. and or our parents coming here, uh, being being immigrants, mm-hmm. and and just working hard, and and we have a different perspective from what they went through and and what they saw, and and that's gonna be a great thing to to bring into into basically the the creative space, right? Because a lot of it is skits, a lot of it is people on YouTube making jokes, and then you yeah. know it resonates because then we're like, oh, that happened to me and stuff like that. Uh, but now we get to talk about our experiences um, because some of us may be disconnected. Some mm-hmm. of us, like I spoke to somebody months ago who I don't think they ever went back or they went back when they were really small. Right. And then like they were just like, should I go? Should I not? And I was like, yeah, yeah of course. Right. Why see not, your family. Man. Um, so, so there, the air there is, is different. A, yeah. The water is different. Exactly. It's crazy. There, there's a disconnect. And, yeah. You know, that, that's where it comes from. African connection. That's right. To, we're trying to bring it back. Um, but one of my friends sent me this actually, and it kind of resonates with, with what we're talking about. Hmm. He said, um, so Goldling uh, Girl 60, 617 on Twitter, uh, she said, to be the generation of black creatives born to parents whose only options were survival or die, I don't think we can even grasp the grace and favor God gave us. Wow. The fact that some of us write, dance, take pictures for a living is huge. And I'm not discrediting other generational creatives. Um, Lord knows I'm not. But our parents wanted us to be doctors. Instead, we became YouTubers, influencers, with no evidence this would work out. And I was like, that, deep, bro. that hit, <laughs> that hit deep, perfectly. Man. That's deep, bro. And I was like, I think every single African child or, or the majority said, yeah, I'll be a doctor. Mm-hmm. Or I want to be a doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, lawyer. Because a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Um, anything that requires you a phd basically mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um we're all like yeah i'll do that i'll be that and like your parents are they they want that for you because they want the best for you um but the best for you is what makes you happy mm-hmm. um and they they had to sac- like i said they had to sacrifice a lot they had money uh just being away from family moving here taking Bro, a risk. life period yeah right? like life. the same life we live is not the same life that they're living like not at all i remember reading somewhere um or hearing somewhere that we are living our ancestors' dreams. 
you know, mm-hmm. like the simple aspect that I can go out and go almost anywhere I need to yeah. or want to. That was one of my ancestors' dreams because mm-hmm. they could not, you know, they couldn't walk up and leave. They couldn't do these yeah. things. And I was, um, I was recently just this morning listening to uh, Stormzy's album, um, Heavy is the Head. And uh, I'm paraphrasing, but he says something along the lines of, like, our parents are superheroes because they immigrated. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, the the connotation around the word immigration um, has been so diluted, mm-hmm. you know, especially nowadays with all this yeah. talk and whatnot, yeah. um, that you don't even understand what goes into being an immigrant, right? Like, mm-hmm. you, you, you know, the only time some, some people will ever, you know, be in a country where they don't speak the same language or... Um, they don't know anybody or any of these things is either on vacation or yes. maybe a school trip yes. or, you know, maybe, uh, you know, one of these type of situations where, like, it's very secluded and a protective environment. But, mm-hmm. have, like, to, to imagine having to do it out of pure fear or out of pure survival and then having to thrive, mm-hmm. bro, that's yeah. a different level. I keep telling the, the story that my mom, when we first moved here, uh, I was three years old. She didn't know English. And then my dad, he works for United Nations, so he had to go work. So he had right. to travel for work. She And I was sick. <laughs> so just on top of that, like Crazy, I couldn't even imagine going to a place where you have no idea what the language is, no idea how to speak. You've only seen it on TV, maybe. Man. And then your child is sick, and you have to get the right medication. You don't want to get screwed. Or this and it's Getting yeah. food is a hassle. Going yes. out to the grocery store is a hassle. <laughs> yeah. You talk less of like taking care of a sick child, bro. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then dealing with the money and then the... Wow. Yeah, so... Pick up your mom, bro. No, facts. That's crazy. Really. And my dad even says, he was like, whenever people give me confidence, like, oh, your, your child is this and that, they're great, they're wonderful. He's mm-hmm. like, that's her. Right. He's like, I was working, I was doing this. She raised them. She's, like, she's the, one. the one that... Yeah, she was the one that, that basically uh, molded him into into who he is today. So real, big ups to mom and, and props to, to all parents who, who went through that. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of parents, I saw that your mom was actually here for uh, the holidays, man. That means my heart, like my love mm-hmm. in her language. I'm hard because she's Ethiopian. But yeah, man, she came through. That was dope, um, man. That was oh, dope. man. It was a beautiful time. Beautiful time. We how, spent... how long has it been since you've seen her? Oof, bro, it was, um, you know, this time I got lucky because we recently went to Nigeria um, mm-hmm. and we went in uh, in May. Okay. And right. I say that's recent, right? From yeah. May until December time. That's mm-hmm. recent for me. Yes. I usually see my mom like once a year, mm-hmm. maybe twice. Yeah. Um, you know, face to face. Thank God for FaceTime. But sure. uh but yeah, man, it was a beautiful thing. Uh we spent a lot of time in Virginia. Oh, so man. she's Ethiopian like I like I mentioned before. And uh over in the D M V area there's a huge, huge Ethiopian community and population, really? you know? Um, like huge bro and it's like even like young people like us mm-hmm. older people own businesses like it's really deep I did not know that yeah it's really deep right and I have two aunties over there shout out to Auntie Moon and Auntie Cherry um, but yeah man so we went over there bro I, I've met I met so many Ethiopians like it was crazy, bro. Like, mm-hmm. the church programs, obviously, is somewhere that, you know, everyone congregates, especially yep. around that time, Christmas, New Year's, you know? Yep. Um, and it was it was crazy, man. Or And I went out in D.C. with my cousin for one of the first times ever, right? Yeah. Bro, it was crazy. My cousin took me to this Abisha. That's what we call Ethiopian people, Abisha. Mm-hmm. Um, they say Abisha Beit. The literal t- translation is Abisha House. 
mm-hmm. but it basically means like you know a spot where like these Abishas chill or these Ethiopian people chill there's like hookah good music drinks food man it's a vibe bro Damn. if I take you out there one time no, bro, I love I'll DC take you out there, bro. DC is, is one of my favorite Yo, places like every time thing. I've gone I've had yeah. the chance to go I was like yes I love it like and and I went to Virginia, Alexandria, Virginia, because mm-hmm. I was uh, my dad had work, and then I was it was a time where I was visiting colleges. So I was like, oh, let me go down there, visit Howard, visit right. all that stuff. Yeah, right um, by Howard, right, right, right. But, uh, I never knew that though. But yeah, I, I love, bro, I love that crazy. area. The weather too. I was yeah, like, I miss I miss that weather. Um, crazy, bro. But yeah, that that's dope. See, yeah, and, and that's one of the things that that I wanted to bring because I would have never known that nobody right. nobody in New York would ever think or that there's a huge you know. right yeah. huge bro. I'm telling you, man, it's gotcha. a beautiful thing to see, and it was my first time really experiencing it. You know, because mm-hmm. like my cousins out there are really in that scene, like they really yeah. know people out there. You know, mm-hmm. um, so bro, they they take over, bro. The obvious have taken over DC, bro. That's it's crazy. Dope. You see any fine Ethiopian ah, women over there? My brother. My brother. I mean, listen, you know, my mom's Ethiopian, like I said. So to me, sometimes I look at Ethiopian women and I just think, yo, they are the most gorgeous females on the face of the planet. It is crazy. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, it is absolutely absurd how beautiful these women are. Mm. Um, in Ethiopia, and like, of course, Ethiopia, like, trickles yeah. down or whatnot, but I'm of talking course. like the natural, like, yeah. from Ethiopia, like, you see them, like, I'm not talking makeup, I'm not talking none of this yep. other stuff, I'm talking natural beauty. Shea butter. Yeah, <laughs> shea butter. Boy, <laughs> I tell you, man, very, very beautiful people, very, very beautiful women, man. Facts. How long were you down there for? To, in Virginia? Yeah. Oh, man, I was there for like two weeks. Nice. About two weeks. Yeah, yeah, about two weeks, man. If you came back up to this weather, I mean, it was sixty degrees Sunday, so. I mean, you know, it was, it was, it was, it was. Yeah, it's true. This weekend was up, absurd. It didn't make sense. I didn't Not understand it. I didn't Not understand. At all. I was like, What's yo, you want? I told Rob, I was like, you want to go to brunch today? Like, yeah, like, bro. Like, we might as well go outside. And <laughs> it looks like you want to go to the park. Like, <laughs> that would have been a great day for Central Park. For like, real, for first real. First day, like, oh, you lucked out. Smooth picnic, right? Exactly, exactly. No, man. That, but yeah, dude, that that place is um. DC was cool, man. Christmas, even on Christmas, I don't know what it was like. Christmas in New York, you spent Christmas in New York. Yeah, was it warm? Do you yeah, remember? It, yeah, it wasn't cold, bro. It was like 65, 70 on Christmas Day. I was like, huh? We haven't had a white Christmas in like in a minute. Yeah, yeah. And I'm cool with that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like to, the cold, man. Nah, I don't like the nah. cold. Nope. Try to move. Like I'm, t- I'm tired because I lived in Canada. Oh my goodness. And so that was like. Oh my goodness. It's fun. Like I like skiing. Jeez. I like doing stuff in the snow, and that's cool. I'm. Right. I like doing activities because right. then you're hot. Right. But if you're just standing there and going to work and you're co- that's. I'm going to not, class. Going to, oh, <laughs> God. Thank for college because you could just skip. <laughs> yeah. High school, bro. you had to go. College, you were just like, you know what. Not today. I'm not. Good. It's not gonna happen today. I'm it's good. not gonna happen. I'm not I'm making good. this eight a.m. Yeah, <laughs> I remember in high school there was one year where it snowed so much that uh, that they had to add extra days nah. of school. But That's we were but we were seniors, right? So we so we ended in so, May. We we're like, right. yeah, it's I'm good. Done. Yep. So they added like a but week or something. Years. I was like, damn, I feel bad for you. Oh no. Yeah. I would have been. I'd be pissed. Exactly. Like, I'm not good. going. I'm using Bro, my sick I can't days. control the weather. Like, <laughs> just go. Exactly. God didn't want me to go to school today. Like, exactly. don't give me more days. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, so then you you were down there, then you came back up here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then came back up here. Um, both my both my brothers were with me as well. Mm-hmm, I saw that. Yeah. Play so, a little ball? Yeah, a lot of ball, actually, <laughs> man. My little brother's a beast. 
Got he's a beast, he, man. He's on his way. Where's he going again? So he's um he's actually at a school at a basketball academy in Florida. Yes. Talk okay. about good weather. Flor he's out in Florida on the west side. Mm-hmm. Um at a basketball academy. So he's putting in his work every day. Gotcha. Trying to pick up that scholarship, you know what I'm saying? Do his thing, go D one. Gotcha. Uh, so he's on the way and the other brother, he's already division one soccer player, so he's just he's in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. So he's just chilling. So he was just around. Got you. That's dope, man. Just doing the to have all like the whole family around and everything like that. Mm-hmm. It was a blessing, man. Yeah. It was a blessing. I needed it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's good Definitely. for the soul, bro. I needed it. Definitely, man. Uh, that that was for that was like me in 2019, because uh, mm-hmm. it was 10 years, I think it was, since I saw my my grandparents. Wow. Uh, and you know, everybody was doing the 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 decade wrap ups and stuff like right. that, and I was like, it's it's crazy to think where we came from, like. <sighs> We went through high school and college during the same day. Like, it it, it went so quick. Crazy. You don't even. It's just like a regular yeah. day for you, and then you look back. It's like I did all that and this. I went through a whole ten years. And then and then uh, I saw on Twitter this hit me. Somebody's like, "This is the decade we gonna have kids in." I was like, yeah, "I'm not ready." For I was like, "What?" I was like, "Already?" Oh my goodness, bro! <laughs> I was like, no "I just way. remember asking me for a pencil, getting the bags, right, bro. like class clowning, all yeah. that." Yo, wow. so how how was how was this decade for you? Because yeah, you man. were in Florida as well too, mm. and just just to go from there to Iona, working mm. and just how how was this decade for wow, you? Wow, bro. bro, I can't even lie, man. You know, I don't, I'm not like a big reflector. Mm-hmm. Um, I never really look back. I try to stay in the present moment as, as crazy as possible. So now you really got me thinking about it, bro. <laughs> and there a lot went on in this yeah. decade, man. A yeah. lot. Let's it's gonna really shape me for the rest of my life, bro. Mm-hmm. But this decade, bro, I got. Like, not one complaint. Not one. You know what I mean? That's not cool. one that affects me to the point where I can, where I think it, you know? Yeah. Of course, bad things happen, up, lows, down. I think it was Drake that once said, like, the amount of emotions forgotten in a year. True. Right? Like, every day you're going True. through emotions. How many of them do you forget? True. Right? Um, but, yeah, man, a lot went on in this decade, bro. But I, I, can't, I can't say I was not blessed. Mm-hmm. Blessed the whole way through, you know, and I and I really thank, I thank God for that, bro. I thank everyone around me for that, bro. So, it was just, it was just, you know, I, I can't be more grateful. Yeah, definitely. You know, gratitude is the attitude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was these were like the years, like you said, that shaped us right into into who we are today. Because those are like really, really important years, mm-hmm. and, and I don't think it it's it's told enough. Like if you go through bullying, if you go through any of that, like this is where All you start to it. gain your confidence. You start to become a man, become a woman. Figure out who you are. Figure, figure out who you are, what you like. Mm-hmm. Like just uh, we did like a decade uh, uh, music wrap up. Just the just all the albums that came out and wow. like I remember listening to Frank Ocean and, and the weekend when they first came out and Whoa, Drake and bro, that's Kendrick. Madness. That's madness, bro. <laughs> Drake and Kendrick like you went back yeah, and like, man. Oh, that album came Yeah. Cole Cole Wale Oof. Speaking of D C and God. Virginia yeah, and, and D C man. Yo, just just and movies that you saw like yeah. There was like no Netflix at the when when we first started. Right. Like I was in Canada. Like yeah. I had no idea what Netflix was. I was just gonna you know go to high school at this point. Like forget was, Netflix, bro. Beginning of the decade, Wi-Fi was like scarce. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. like stuff like that. No four like, G. You get me? Four G. The Kidding first me? there was iPhone four. Yeah, like, bro. You know. Wow, madness, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, just to like and and we're moving faster and faster that's true and and it's a good point man and i feel old because 
and I was like, why do I feel like, and I was like, yo, I like day parties now, <laughs> overnight right. parties. He was like, already? I was like, and I think it's because we're seeing it as it's happening. Yeah. Like, we're, like, every single year on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, like, oh, your year in review. So then you can see yourself aging True. as you're going along instead of, like, you know, our parents. They didn't have We're that. just like, oh, just go back don't. in the photo album. Yeah. You know, and you do that every once in a while, maybe once a year. Right. And you're like, oh, remember that, blah, blah, blah. And then, so they, and then they had to reminisce. For us, it's like, it's right good there. Point, just man. go on the phone. It's oh, I was here last point. year. I was here this point. year. I was here in 2015. So then you're like, oh, damn, that was that long ago? Mm-hmm. Like, we just talked about school. Like, I had that, that backpack. I just bought a backpack. I had that for five years already. Crazy. I was like, what? Time flies, so, man. Yeah. It's a, wow. And and now we're just seeing it fly. Yeah. We're seeing it at the same time. So it's like, it's a really weird dynamic. Actually, and, on that note, actually, I was thinking, you know what I was thinking about is, um, you know, everybody, you know, when they have a kid, they're always posting on social media about them taking oh videos of them and whatnot, right? Yeah. And I was thinking to myself, damn, I kind of wish, because we were born, like, late 90s, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, we coming on, we, we were coming on the cusp of all this technology and all that, yeah. right? But the kid's born now, bro. And I, I used to say, like, I wish my parents took a video of this or, like, mm-hmm. I could see, what about, what, what, you know what I mean? Like, some people did it, got their first steps on whatever, da-da-da, mm-hmm. well, first words, all that stuff. I don't really have that stuff because... To be honest, we were moving. We were, you know mm. what I'm saying? We were grinding. We were doing this, doing that. Like, my yeah. parents didn't have time to sit there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, you can walk. All right, cool. Go get me this so I can, you know? Yeah. Like, it was, it's one of those things. But yeah. um, but these kids now are going to have everything documented. Yep. Everything. It's yep. crazy. Every little picture, every little mm-hmm. everything, bro. Like, yeah. and it's all on the internet. Because it's so easy. <laughs> just take out the phone before you have to get the camera. Maybe yeah. you have to get the tape to film the kid. Yeah, it was it was a lot of work to do just one thing that we're doing now. Yeah, bro. And, like, I, I, I was actually going through my files, and I was, like, you know, uh, just fixing it on the hard drive and, there, and everything like that before we started today. And then I saw, like, a baby photo of me. I was like, oh, damn. Like, That's crazy. Yeah, I was three. And so, so, like, they took photos. But, right. But Nothing now when you have, like you're just going to take random moments. Yeah, bro. And then, like, parents dancing with kids yeah. and things like that. Yeah. Yeah, bro, they're gonna catch boomerangs on themselves at one, you know, yeah. like doing something stupid when they're like 25. Exactly. Like, they're gonna be yep. like, oh, that's crazy. Yep. And I, I have a little sister, mm. and so, and she's 10 now. And like, just thinking of that, I'm like, yo, I had a photo of her too. I was like, wow, bro. Like, now I know what parents mean when they're like, you were this small. You were tiny. And now you're seeing it. Yeah. Um, and I thought you were gonna go a different route. I thought you were gonna go the route of, of uh, seeing kids online and like, like people that we went to school with having kids now mm. that's what shocked me at first like getting married having, I was like fam we're 20 I was like already yeah, bro. I, I was like it's happening like that. now I know if you like that married and kids or just kids yeah or just married, just right? like yeah. either way right? yeah either, <laughs> every one of those I'm like damn like every time was, I see that it, 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 it I don't know how to feel. automatically think of where we were when I knew that person Cause, right because moving you're just like I was there when we went to school together yeah. I was there when and then you're just like Jesus oh, kids man. weren't even in the picture back no. then no kidding me no nope. wasn't even a thought you were just trying to figure out what you're going to do for lunch yeah. <laughs> voila you said it literally <laughs> lunch, like yo literally. we're playing at recess yeah. like, what are we doing bro what are we doing now careers and, and, and moving and all that so it's insane thing, man. it's insane and, and 2019 a lot of people said that it was a it was a trying year and and this this episode, I just wanted you know people to get like a sense of us and who we are. Right. And then when, and then we're gonna bring guests along and things like that. Yeah. Um, and and it it was kind of a trying year. Yeah. Um, it had ups and downs, but overall, I think it was I think it was a good year. Right. And, and it put a lot of things into perspective. 
uh, and a lot of things that I was like, oh, I have to change this, I have to change that, and right. and I was active with the song of the days like originally, but then like December, I was like, all right, let me let me just relax, mm-hmm. like take a, mm-hmm. I've been on my take phone too much. So right. I was like, now um, you need that. That's important. Definitely. Um, and then and then it was just it was just like a moment of like clarity, even like looking back, uh, like we said, the decade, but just that year, um, you know, trying different podcasts mm-hmm. and working as serious and trying to switch switch positions and like mm-hmm. what's the next move what, what would be the best and and basically becoming more of an adult uh that's what 2019 really showed me uh you know paying bills phone bill <laughs> car bill yeah yeah once that starts Bro, you're like i don't, bills, I don't <laughs> you're like i don't want that that changed like, my whole perspective on life man everything costs money everything <laughs> costs money yeah you don't realize what your parents yeah. are doing it for you. Yeah. You don't no. appreciate it. You really don't. I don't care what you say. You did not appreciate it like you do when you pay nah. your own bills. Not at all. Chai. Not at all. Gary Vee, he says that. He's like, all these kids come up to me. He's like, yo, I'm tired of my parents. I'm tired of this and that. And he's like, move. Right. Go. He's like, just go. Just leave. <laughs> and then, then they're like, but I want the money. He's like, you can't have both. You can't have the yeah. money and do this. So, so, that, so when he said that, I, like I was that. like, yo, that really. That Gary really, Vee, I like that. Mm-hmm. Facts, man. Serious. Um, but but your twenty nineteen, like you said, that you got to see your, your mom and mm-hmm. and your brothers and your family and and how is it like the transition between you know going to school and and having full time job and and speak more onto that like where was what was the point where you're like all right this is serious now? Mm-hmm. I you know I don't know you know my perspective was, was a little different because I felt I was like extremely excited to get my life on. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was so tired of this little bubble that we called university or uni or school, you know? I was mm. so tired of it. I was like, bro, this is not real life. Like, I, I guess I came out of that early because some people don't, you know? Some people never even come out of it. Yeah. They never do. They think to themselves like, oh my God, this is real life. This is like, all these people are rich. Like, yo, this is all, yeah. it's almost a fake world, like, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so I was like super excited to do it, bro. And I... Was I didn't know what I was gonna do. I didn't know where I was gonna be. I didn't know where I was gonna live. I didn't know where I was gonna anything. Mm. But I was never worried. And I don't know why. I guess I should have been a little worried, <laughs> yeah. you know, in retrospect. Yeah. But I really never was. Mm. It was really weird, you know. Um, and I don't know. The universe just took care of me, man. You know what I mean? I managed to to get a crib, to get a job, to get a you know like stable mm. everything, stabilize everything, and then be able to do even more after that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that transition was cool, man. When I knew it was getting serious was when I switched roles for the first time in my company. Yes. That's when I knew, because like really the first, I think I was in that role for like seven months, the first like the first role I was in, um, it was really like almost, a, it wasn't, I wouldn't say a joke, but like it wasn't, a serious yeah you know what I mean like, as serious as it is now it was entry started, level yeah. like it was a bunch of people my age mm-hmm. um, you know what I mean like it was all it was all fun and games and cool whatnot. boom until they decided to cut that program that I was like I, it was a sales program or whatever mm-hmm. and I was like one of the junior sales people mm-hmm. and they decided to get rid of it which basically means you don't got a job yeah you know what I mean and I really caught wind of it early because I started seeing how people were moving and they started acting a little funny. Yeah. Um, and I'm talking about like upper management and all that. Um, and then uh, I started getting proactive. I started looking around the company. I started mm. seeing what was open. I started seeing, I started taking people out to coffee, started chatting people up. Yeah. So people started realizing, okay, all right, there's more to him, there's more to him. Oh, he's interested in moving. All right, cool, cool, mm. cool. Um, but I did it early. So yeah. I already had a job lined up 
before so, anybody on my team did and before they realized that <laughs> before anyone realized that this yeah. was getting cut through you know what I mean yeah, so yeah. like while some of my coworkers were on the phones doing interviews and that I'm just sitting there like alright like I know what I'm doing yeah. you know and then I got onto the team that I'm on now which I'm super grateful for mm. um and, and and I mean it's nothing like it was mm. and that's when I knew it was getting serious you know nobody's my age so, I'm the youngest person on my team by congrats. far you get <laughs> actually one far. of the youngest people I'm, I'm, I'm one of the youngest <laughs> yeah. people at the company period mm -hmm. and like I'm attached to like direct revenue which is a real yes. good thing for those out there like try to get yourself attached to as much revenue as possible because yes. that makes you you know what I mean like you're mm -hmm. an important part of the team um, and yeah man that's, that's dope, it man. So that's, that's when I knew it was getting serious. I was like, all right, cool. I gotta, I gotta strap my boots up right now. Yeah. And didn't didn't you uh, you had a merger or something like that? Yeah. So our company actually just uh, merged with uh, Business Insider. Oh, um, nice. Yeah. Nice. So you know, the, there's a holding company um, named Axel Springer, who's uh, you know up top in Germany, huge holding company. I'm talking like multi hundred million dollar business, mm -hmm. um, and they own our company and they own business insider mm -hmm. and so now they basically merged the two um our name isn't out yet so okay. i can't say the actual name of our new gotcha. merged company gotcha. um but i mean they'll they're, they're gonna you know do a whole press release and all that all that jazz that's all gonna come out and then it'll be it'll be public and then i can actually say it that's somewhere dope. that's gonna be seen <laughs> yeah, you know definitely definitely announce that whenever whenever you can yeah 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 for sure man but i'm excited bro bunch that's of new dope. people moved into the office mm -hmm. um you know where is it located so it's times square oh we're right okay right we're across close. right across port authority got you um, oh, okay the big microsoft building that's the building we're in okay i've walked past there yeah, yeah, yeah big yeah, glass yeah. building when i mean the city's all glass buildings but yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but it's right next to like the new york times building okay so if you see yeah, the new york yeah. times building i'm um, right there i've definitely walked i mean i don't want to walk past that's a Ooh, that must be hard after work. We sucks. Can, yeah. Sucks for lunch. <laughs> sucks for after work. Is it not only is it Times Square, yeah. but Port Authority is right there. So yeah. everybody commute has to come through there. Yeah. Boy, Ooh. I tell you, man. Yeah. It sucks sometimes, bro. Yeah. I had to go through through there because I worked uh New Year's Eve. I worked uh it was a Duke game. Mm. Uh it was from like six to eight, so it wasn't that bad. Mm. But I yeah, I had to go around and then Everybody, everybody, everywhere was blocked off. Oh I had to gosh. ask multiple cops, like, "Can I go through here?" Some of them was like, "Yes," and then they were like, "No, you have to go through here." <laughs> right. And I went there. It's like, "No, you have to go back there." I was Chaos. like, "I was just there." He told me to come here, and then <laughs> I was just like, "What?" And, but I made it to work on time and yeah. everything. So, but. so yeah, but. Everybody, everybody who's not from New York, like we stay away from the area. Bro, we, we don't go there. Times we, Square, bro, I tell you, it's not, it's not, it's not fun. It's not fun. It's not cool. No. The lights are not cool. The advertisements make my head hurt. God, yo, I've yo, turned into a real New Yorker. Bro. I remember coming out of Caroline's, uh, the comedy club, at two a.m. I thought it was midday because the lights were just crazy, like, bro. I was like, no, this is. I was like, I've never done this. My mom again. loved it though. Of course, you know what I mean. Yeah. She's not here every day, yeah. so she absolutely loved it, bro. Yeah, of course. But crazy, when you're man. here, it's just like it's, it's just like another Tired headache. You just going everywhere but that place. Yeah. Just, can we go around there? Can right. we do this and that? The crazy part is though, when you leave though, you're gonna miss it. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. that's just how the nature of it, right? Like mm -hmm. you're gonna be like, damn, kind of miss yeah. the excitement of Times Square. It's always mm -hmm. buzzing, always going. Mm -hmm. You're gonna see something crazy if it's warm out. If it's True. cold out, you probably see something crazy as well. Like yeah. you know, naked cowboy running around the place or something <laughs> ridiculous. You know, first time like, we see that, it's like. 
Is like, this wait, legal? What? Yeah, exactly. Like, it's this man. There's a cop right there. He's not doing anything. Not I don't get it. it. Yeah. Uh, Crazy, bro. Yeah, even the subways. And the subways were down the other oh day. So, New York God. is a different experience, the like, creature. when you're actually living here than when you're visiting. When you're visiting, it's fun. It's all that. But when you're doing it every single day, it's like, no. Like even, Subway's a jungle. Yeah. It is a jungle down there. Because you never know what's going to happen. Like, something. This is down. This is down. This is running local today. It's not express. And it, yeah, it's not. There's a fight going on over there. There's mm-hmm. a rat the size of your foot on mm-hmm. this side staring at you. Mm-hmm. Like, it's crazy. People bro. trying to give you uh, cards and stuff yeah. to swipe. Like, nah. Bro, literally the other day, uh, there was a guy, and I, you're not supposed to do this, but he was like selling swipes. Yeah. Right? And I went to the machine. He's like, bro, I got $2 swipe, $2 swipes. I'm like, you know what? Let me help this man out. You know what I mean? Like, I, mm. I was at the machine, could have paid for the machine. I'm like, yo, let me help this man out, whatever. I might be incriminating myself. I don't know if I can get in trouble with it, but anyway. Um, and, I, and I was like, all right, cool. Like, and, I, and I gave him the money, and I gave him a 20. And he was supposed to give me 15 back, mm-hmm. right? And I handed him, I didn't hand him, I made him show me the money first. He swiped me in first, then I handed him the 20. And I guess because he was selling them, he was selling them for like a few dollars or whatever. He had a bunch of singles. And he just gave me a wad of singles. And I'm like, yo, this is this is my change? This is the right amount? He was like, yeah. I was like, all right, I trust you. Naivety. I just yeah, had yeah. faith in humanity for a yeah. sec, you know? I walked over, but I was like three or four or five dollars short. Damn. And I was and I'm to be honest, I wasn't even that mad. Cause I was like, yo, honestly, he needs that more than I do. Yeah. You know, I'm not gonna die. I still got a roof. I could pay for food if I need to. Like yeah. I'm okay. Yeah. But I was like, damn. That's what I get for having faith in humanity, bro. Yeah. I <laughs> mean, reckless, like, man. Good, good karma gonna come back to you. Yeah, no, nah, that's I'm, I'm a big karma believer, so. Facts, yeah. Every, <laughs> every time I can, like, if I'm driving on the highway and stuff, and you see people, I'm like, just give them a dollar yeah, or change, man. whatever, whatever well, I got. Exactly, so I bro. Yeah. Hold the dollar. Um, definitely. I'm not gonna die. Definitely. So. But, that, but that's why uh, I, I always want you to, like, talk about what you're doing, because I'm like, damn, like, I saw it, like, we were in, in school together, in class together, and then, like, we sp- we spoke once, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, like the whole, like, I, I like to tell whole, my brother about it, too. The whole four years, I was yeah. like, I've seen you, blah, 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 like, we probably right. crossed paths Just in passing, times. right, in passing. Yeah, um, and then to go from that to here, and then, like, they work full-time and stuff, like, wow. I, I love, like, supporting people. Right. So, like, even, even, like, my friends who are rappers, and, like, mm-hmm. they do a freestyle, like, I'll, I'll post it, or I'll do this, I'll give them uh, props and big big them up and stuff up, like that um so yeah so congrats congrats on way, that bro. i appreciate Thank that you, man. man nah you doing that bro is, is like better than because a lot of people don't right yeah. a lot of people don't man mm-hmm. they would rather spend their time doing something or you know some somebody yeah. they don't know but when somebody they do know post something they're mm-hmm. slow to show support yeah definitely so so uh big ups to that because nah, like man. on this side it's like it's, it's going good um uh, Sirius is great. I love right. it. I want to stay there. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's definitely the the place I want to stay. Uh, it's just that we talked about sports a little bit, and I'm like, I love I love working uh, working at Sirius, but like it's the hours. Right. And sports is cool, but it's like I'm there at night. Right. It's like six to blah 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 seven to. So yeah, I mean exactly. Like mm. I did it for a year, but when they said that <clears throat> for the interview, I was like a year, like a hmm. whole. But then, then I did it, and I was like, "Oh, it's already been a year." Like Crazy. it didn't, it didn't even hit, and I was just like, "Okay, it's been Time a year." Like flies, let me, bro. and so now I'm like trying to transition to a different position at at uh, as serious and do music because mm-hmm. as I'm more on the music side, I don't want to be more on the mm-hmm. music side of of serious. Um, so it's just like a, that's why I said I'm not gonna 
push too hard. Right. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna let some things come to me because right. at the six month mark I was like, all right, I'm ready because it asked you like, have you been there for six months? And I took it as, oh yeah, I'm good. Right. And they were like, no, nah, we want you to be there a little bit longer. And I was like, all right. So I got to be patient on certain things. So that that taught me patience. Right. Like, 2019 really taught me patience and and believe in yourself. Mm. Uh, but and and go go for what you want, of course. But Thanks. know exactly what you're getting yourself into and and things like that. So um, I mean, so right now, so question for you: right now, you're in you're in the sport, yeah, uh, the sport vertical, um, and you want to get into the music vertical. Yeah. So like, talk about how you know you're in the sport vertical and kind of what you do, and mm-hmm. then for those people that are kind of you know maybe someone that's listening that's in the same position, mm-hmm. trying to move into a different vertical or trying to move into a different you know side of things in the same company. Like, how does one go about that? Um, or how so, do you plan on doing so? So right now with with uh, with sports, so you get a game. Mm-hmm. So like if you if you get the Lakers versus the Knicks, mm-hmm. um, shout out Lake Show. Exactly, that's Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you get the you get the game. You get yeah. what time you have to be there, what time it starts. If you have pregame or not, some do, some don't. Um, then you basically set up your your station, your work desk. You get three three monitors. Uh, one is for the audio and then the other one is for like the score of the game that you see on the screen like we control that mm. um, so we're updating the, the, the game as it's going along uh, basically you're there to monitor the game mm-hmm. like like it's kind of like you're babysitting like mm-hmm. the game's going on and then you're taking down highlights it's like threes, dunks, blocks, steals, injuries. Uh, so you're writing those down. And then uh, at the end of the game, you send it to the newsroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's pretty clear-cut, simple job. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the hardest part would be setting it up. Or if there's a problem with computer, of course, technology mm-hmm. still fails. Mm-hmm. Um, so It's only good if it works. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so then you have to call like B-Knock and, and people to help you out and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it's basically, that's, that's the gist of the job. Right. Uh, so for music music you're you're on the programming side mm. so like in between shows um like the music that's playing or or if you're uh what's it called if you're working with a station specifically and they want like a song then then uh then you you help with help them with that um and that's basically more of what i want to do because like we're listening to music all the time like i was here uh i was playing my mix like mm. I, I made a, a whole burner boy mix mm-hmm. um and so like music is really where i want to be in like i played hockey and and i love that but I've, i was never really into the stats as much yeah and so that's why i'm like, like <clears throat> i want to be more on the music side and the music position so um and so basically i was asking like i was asking for what to do because right. i was like i don't want I don't want them to be like, oh, you want to move? Right. Like, I don't want them to feel yeah. a certain way and, and stuff like that. I don't want to go as, smooth, as smoothly as, it, co- right? as possible. Um, but the best thing you can do is do a great job at your position. That's the best thing you can do right now. Facts. So when it comes time for you to move or leave or you need a letter recommendation. Everyone has good things to say. Exactly. And he's not mad or, or they, they might be sad that you're leaving because you're a good worker. But that's the problem that you want. Right. You want that problem. That's a good problem to have. That's true. Um, so then either they might offer you a raise to make you stay or, or you know, they'll, they'll gladly give you the letter recommendation. And thankfully, uh, so I asked a couple people, my girl, my dad, uh, one of the guys I work with who works, he works at Power 1051 as well. Mm. And he's had more experience. So I was like, oh, let me ask him. He's in the radio world. He's He's been here and there. He knows DJ Premier. Like he's, so he's been in, in, in the game for a minute. So I was like, let me ask him. Uh, and then he was like, yeah, just go ask Dave. Like you have nothing to lose at this point. Like mm-hmm. just go ask um and be respectful and this and that so i did i was like hey could i meet with you because he sent me a letter mm-hmm. uh an email like uh congratulating me on on making it a year and everything um 
and so you know i met with him and then he he uh in the email he was like oh if there's any other positions that you would like to you know switch to and stuff like that so he already kind of initiated it so i was like all right let me do that um and then he talked to me about another position that pays more um he's just gonna you know the hours that's that's basically that's my biggest thing i want to work like during the day and then and then come here at night or five five thirty six or whatever to help out ty um but yeah and i was basically i talked to him and i was like yeah i would like to move over to the to the music position because i made it known even during the interview I was like, yeah, I want to work here, but music is really where I want to be. And everybody switches, everybody goes to different fields so often that they're used to it. That they're like, oh, yeah, we, like, uh, since I've worked there, there have been people who, you know, uh, left. Somebody basically retired, like one of the the head managers. Crazy. He was like the, you know, the top guy, basically. And he left. Um, another one switched to studio. Um, so, you know, people have been moving around since I've been there. Mm. Uh, so, so they're used to it. So he was like, yeah, you know, just give me the names and stuff like that. And he was like, you know, you've been a good employee, not, not, you know, no major problems or anything like that. Uh, so yeah, so I'll be glad, I'll, I'll gladly like, uh, I'll help you. Mm. Um, so yeah, so that's basically how I went about it. Like, don't, don't, don't be scared. Uh, unless you messed up a lot, <laughs> like right. then you gotta, you got kind of gotta fix that. But but don't be scared. <clears throat> just just believe in yourself. And this is for you. This is your life. Yeah, man. Like be happy. If you're not happy in this position, you want to switch. Just you know, just make sure you do it dig- diligently and make it you know, make it as seamless as possible and make it easy on them too. Right. Whatever they need, help them out because they're helping you out with something. Um, so I think that that'd be the advice that that I would give to people. Um, if, if you ever, you know, transitioning from a job, trying to go interview for a job. And like you said, like take people out to coffee, uh, Starbucks or mm-hmm. Dunkin' Donuts or whatever, uh, you know, just, just befriend them and, and be nice to them and, and always make them feel like you're doing a good job and you're helping them. Like never, never be a hindrance to anything yeah. that that's going on in, at work. Right. Basically. Cause they got so much going on already. You know, Everybody they don't does. Need, right. They don't need you to come along with your problems and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, so that basically be my advice. And, and another thing with these podcasts is like, we're documenting our lives and everything that we're going through. Right. So as we, you know, as the podcast elevates, you elevate as well. Yeah. And, and one of the things that I was saying, I was like, I would love if we could by the end of this year to host at, to host at Lasuk. Oh man, I'd be like, yo, that would be dope. That would be dope. It's on the vision board then. Facts, you don't facts, say no more, bro. That's facts. That would be dope. That or SOBs because they right. do stuff on Saturday, and I was like, and while I was DJing, I was like, yo, because because Ty knows Rotimi. Okay, we get people yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly, I'll be bro. Like, yo, that'd be. And I was playing um, Killing Them. Yeah. <laughs> that song is a vibe. Oh, my God. Damn. That so, song is a vibe, yeah. bro. So, so that's, 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 a, that's something that, that's on the board, definitely, like you right. just said, that we want to do. Right. Um, and now, you know, I kind of want to get into more of, of Africa, basically. Let's do it. And, and I wanted to start every episode with a proverb, with mm. African proverb. Mm. Um, so, so, you know, next time we have a guest. Uh, that's what that's what I want to do, and then just talk about that a little bit. Then go into news, mm-hmm. uh, sports, and because all the news we get here is like CNN, Fox. They don't. <laughs> you're not gonna hear nothing, right? You're not gonna hear nah, nothing. You're not gonna hear nothing. About, positive. There we go. Positive. There we go. Keyword positive. positive. You're not gonna hear anything positive. Mm-hmm. If, you know, before, the last time it was major, major news was Boko Haram. Yeah. Like that was <laughs> that was that. yeah. <laughs> That was uh, that was like the last last thing that 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 you heard that was everywhere. 
dealing right. with Africa, um, and you know Libya and Gaddafi. Like this, like like you said, it's it's nothing positive. Like right, right, right. oh, this is happening here. Like they built this, and 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 a lot of stuff on Twitter is like is people people want to prove that that we don't live in like all live in huts and we mm-hmm. have electricity and stuff. And I'm like that we don't have to prove that. Like right. we we know that already. Yeah. Um, we have to prove. I feel like we have to prove it to maybe other black people to show them like no this is where you're from it's not scary it's not like you know every every place on earth has crime Mm -hmm. every place on earth has has you know horrible things happening in 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 their country continent or whatever um so it's not anything different from that it's just whenever it's africa is depicted it's like oh help give a dollar to the it's like come adopt our kids like no we don't want you to come adopt every single kid we want that bro literally today at work it was like one of those like, um, <clears throat> you know, one of those like skinny little African kid, bro. You mm-hmm. know, on the TV, like, give a penny now, save yeah. a child, bro. I hate those things. Yeah. Bro. And don't get me wrong, it's not that I hate the um, the idea or the uh, what's it called the um, like for the cause and, and right, right. The intention. That's the word yeah. I'm looking for. The intention behind it seems to be pure, right? But it's 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 just the damn the damn how it makes people feel how, how what it makes people think yeah I don't like that so the, I mean there has to be a better way for mm-hmm. us to be able to do that because fam I could find a starving kid that looks just like that over here yeah you know what I mean like very easily so yeah. you know what I mean so I mean I mean crazy. every every we talked about winter in New York I mean this one is kind of nice yeah but every winter that's when I'm like oh the homeless people like yeah. You know, Minus twenty, minus blah blah blah. You know, freezing temperatures and there's people yeah. outside out there getting arrested on purpose to just sleep on a bed. Yeah, even if it's like a terrible. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like people do that. Yeah, definitely. So it's 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 a really it's a really uh, uh, difficult thing to try to take the stigma off of. Mm-hmm. That's what you are, because mm-hmm. now it's like, oh, uh, you all live in huts. You all do this. Y'all. It's just jollof rice, is it? And <laughs> and Africa, uh, I was actually we were actually at the the Met, uh, mm. the the museum, uh, Metropolitan Museum, um, uh, this past weekend, and they have you know of course their exhibits, and we were in the African exhibit, and it's just like to see all the different like artifacts and different cultures, and it's just so it's more diverse than anywhere on earth. Like right. everybody thinks it's the same because everybody, you know, everybody, yeah, black people all look country, the same. Bro. And they think Africa's a country. Yeah. There's so much going on. God. Like if you go to every single country, which I would love to do in the mm. future, you will see so many like different languages, different beliefs, different right. uh, religions, different in just in just in the same country, different tribes. Like you'll see different things. So, yeah, basically, like we were saying, Africa is, is so diverse and there's so much to learn and there's so much. And it's kind of, it's it's really lazy of people to just you know generalize and be like oh it's all the same it's like no it's not the even the wildlife it's ignorant yeah exactly it's ignorant even the wildlife is yeah. is crazy like we have animals that nobody else has right. on, on this continent um, and and the resources mm-hmm. like Africa is sustainable like yeah. you could be there like that's what? you don't need to go anywhere else takes from there exactly why do you think they've been there for so long yeah like that's what I, that's one of my <clears throat> questions that i ask people i'm like if if it's that bad why have they been there for so long yeah. you know diamonds. why did they come in the first place 
Exactly. Uh, diamonds, <laughs> gold, all of that. Oil. Oil. Guy, everything, bro. Coffee. Even coffee. Hey, bro, coffee, bro. Even coffee. That's like, a fact. Yep. All this Starbucks coffee comes from Africa. Exactly. Namely, uh, a few select countries are, like, very good at coffee, but mm-hmm. all over, man. Yeah, so, the, so those are the things that I want to 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 get into and and the truth to come out because mm-hmm. that's for all the podcasts i want the truth truth is is the most important thing uh, i love documentaries and, and i'm watching one of world war ii right now and mm-hmm. like, i'm watching to get the truth of what happened how it went down and and things like that um but one of the one of the things that that, that we were talking about when they when they do the like one cents a do- day or give shoes and that that just goes over the problem because mm-hmm. now you have an influx of shoes and but they're still hungry like they don't have a job you know right. it's, it's the teacher no sustainability man, it's the teach a man to fish uh, uh, parable yeah it's like give a man a fish he's gonna eat for that day teach a man a fish he'll eat for a lifetime like is that so if you True. just give him the food that day, he's he's not gonna be able to do it himself and yeah. you have to continue that so that base that's what they want to a certain extent they want people to be dependable on them um and even patents like i learned this one of my favorite classes was uh global politics Mm. um and then they were talking about patents where somebody can make something in in a different country and then somebody else else will come along and patent it and then that person no longer has the rights to what they were making Hmm. so like a lot a lot of the the stuff that's coming out now you know is is healthier organic it's it's um it's remedies that 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 we've been using back home like coconut uh shea butter and and coconut oil Mm -hmm. and things like like all these things are things that that we've done for years for centuries for for a long time and then now it hit mainstream and then now it's those people who are profiting like it's it's companies and corporations (laughs) who are profiting right so it's things like that 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 really matter because uh again like we talked about giving credit that's money right that's money out of people's pockets that direct they, how many africans should be millionaires direct <laughs> how many families should be doing am- amazing uh um yeah it's just sad, it's just sad to see and, and a lot of it right now that you know that gets talked about is sports mm-hmm. where you know france the national team won everybody's like yeah but all those players are african everything won maybe, like, maybe not griezmann but uh but bro the majority the majority is is an african team like that like like, not just like you know of african descent but like direct like foreign parents like Mm -hmm. all that you Mm -hmm. know yeah came over to play yeah to to get more money yeah so all that and then then it makes you think what if they stayed Mm -hmm. what if we kept the talent yeah. What if they didn't go, you know, FC Barcelona and Bayern Munich and right. uh, Liverpool and, and Manchester and all these teams? What if they stayed in Africa and played for for their team? Right. Like it it would be a whole it would be a different world completely if if Africa if it was the powerhouse that it should be. Mm-hmm. Like it should be the most dominant continent in of By everywhere. Far. Like it. So everything has. Because of, of, of events of, you know, slavery and, and just total annihilation of some of tribes and, and territories and, and things like that, it's the, the story has, has changed so much. And everybody, like we were talking about, I was talking about Black Panther recently of Wakanda. I'm like, that's what it should be. Right. That's what it, that's what it has that's the capability be. to be. Right. Um, to be. But because because of all that, it's it's not. And, and, and so many areas are not the same the names are different uh just the territory like putting tribes together like it's 
everything got mixed up and so like now kind of want to untangle that mm-hmm. and 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 but basically you know, you know one thing we we can't do is also is that, is that like it's um you know like you said there's there's all those like factors that like have changed that right but mm-hmm. i think the overarching theme is the mentality is wrong mm-hmm. right um <clears throat> to the example that you brought up about like you know those players uh playing for France and not playing for their home countries, mm-hmm. right? Um, I can't fully blame the players. Yeah. Why? Because, I mean, you know, call a spade a spade, there's a lot of corruption in yes. Africa, you know, with those corrupt... Mm-hmm. So it's re- it's the leadership that's in place at, at the moment that you have to blame, right? Because if Pogba, uh, I, think he's, I think he's Cameroonian, Pogba, I'm not sure what country Cameroon is from, or he's from, but if Pogba decided to go play for his... Uh, you know, country, country yeah. right? They would honestly probably try to extort him, right? Mm-hmm. They would, you know, try to use his fame in that for 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 their own means, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's that like it's people like us that you know have a connection to Africa that understand what doing that could do, um, that need to get step into those positions so that we can you know create like a better overall. Yes. experience you know yes so like i mean but i i have full faith that it's getting there you know mm-hmm. um especially with, with nowadays where you can you know look up any everything and like how we're you know we, we're going through the yeah. information age we're also going <clears throat> now through in a book i was i was reading called uh, in frequency um the book is called frequency we're going through something called the intuition age mm-hmm. right where everyone's now like you know resonating at a higher frequency Mm. and I think that's a lot of our generation yes. and once we get to those positions where we can make decisions those decisions yes. are no longer being made with the mentality of how much money I can make but how many people can I help Yeah. right and like when that happens that's mm. when you start to see monumental change mm-hmm. right Yeah. Um, and that's the sacrifice that thing, we were man. talking about because right. your parents had to sacrifice for us to be yeah. able to, to even get to this position exactly bro yeah. exactly it all, it all comes, ties in bro it all comes full circle mm-hmm. um and that's another big thing that 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 really bothers me when it's like, even in just in America alone, where it's like eighty-seven year olds making. I'm like, why are you eighty-seven and in? Who, like you're not, you're not gonna live to Bro. see this. Like that that really really bothers. Like okay, Bro. Bernie Sanders he's cool, but I'm like, yo, he's too old. Right. Like everybody that 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 had the chance of winning or was running the last like. Like Hillary, seventy years. I'm like, why? What's going on? And y'all have enough money to chill, like, yeah, or help people. Go your like, way, fam. Yeah. Like, go over there, bro. Let us do mm-hmm. something over here, man. And politics is a lot of of putting up a front. Mm-hmm. So much of it, of 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 a lot of what senators and congressmen have to, they're raising money. They're raising money so right. much and so often that they don't have enough time to even <laughs> make the laws that they that yeah, they want. Man. So you having the you having the broken. money. And going to places and actually giving the money or donating or help that could have a bigger impact than you being president, you being mayor, you being uh, uh, congressman or, or senator. Like it, you could make a bigger impact by doing that. Mm. Um, and then, then you go into the corruption. Mm-hmm. So then you have corrupt people, and then, like you said, so and then that's another thing. Like the truth, like that has to come out too. Whereas, like, it's not only that. Like we're making bad decisions for ourselves. <sighs> Like, uh, like I keep going to to Patrice Lumumba, uh, from Congo. Like, mm. uh, Belgium, they they finally gave them gave uh, wanted to give Congo their independence, and then they were like, "Oh, you're welcome for saving you," or this and that. And it's like now you have, it. and then they didn't want him to speak 
but he got up and spoke. He was like, this is all BS. Like, you're the ones that, that held us down. You're the one that came in here and took over. You're the one that built these houses. And then we have to, uh, that we built for you, actually, sorry, that we built these houses for you to live in and these luxury places and, you know, killing uh, our people and just taking everything you want. And now you want us to say thank you for giving us our land back. <laughs> and so he wanted, he basically wanted to start a revolution, like, just like he wanted to have a different leadership basically on some like Malcolm X, Martin Luther King uh uh ish to to bring it back home for, right. for people who are from here. And it was his people that weren't with him. That's right, what pissed bro. me off the most. It wasn't them. It was his own people that, that were against the, him. The mentality, like, man. Why? Man? As you know, that's when that's when you have real power when you control yeah. like the mental. That's mm-hmm. when you can you know, because you can put somebody in chains, but if you don't break their mental, bro, you're going to have yeah. a hard time. A hard time. A real hard time controlling that person, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, but when that mental is broken, bro, you don't even need chains anymore. Nah, it's it's easy. Like, we have that poster <laughs> of, of Malcolm X right there. Yeah. Like, just just people like that, those are the people that, that we need to follow and, and look up to. Mm-hmm. Because they, they literally gave their lives for, for us. Laid it down. They they laid their lives on the line. And, and then they, they were even asked about that. Like, mm-hmm. imagine waking up knowing every day that today might be your last day. Like, right. then you live differently. <laughs> then you live real differently. Yeah. Then you real differently. Every, everything that you want to do. Uh-huh. Everything that, that goes on. And another thing um, I heard recently, it was um, they came over and with a Bible, and then we had the land. They gave us the Bible, and we looked down. When we looked up, they had the land. I was like, crazy. That's, yeah. Because so, religion has been in my mind, like, a lot recently. And, and, you know, when you grow up, your parents are, they, they believe in something and then, you know, you kind of, not forcefully, but because you're in that household, you gravitate towards yeah, it. It's imposed on you. It's right. imposed on you. Yeah. Um, but, but lately I've been like thinking like, which, which way to me is, is the correct way. And I've been mm-hmm. trying to, you know, come up with, with ideas and, and philosophies and things that, that resonate with me that I can continue on. And that was one of, when I read that. That kind of like shifted a lot. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, <laughs> yeah. I was so then that made me go, all right. What did we believe in before that? Right. All that stuff. So there's so much just to unpack and to delve into, um, just on 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 Africa as a whole. It's you could do this forever. Yeah. <laughs> you could do this for for a lifetime. Um, I mean, on that to- like on that topic, like an embodiment. What you just said, like that that, that little quote that you had is the is the book Things Ball Fall Apart by Chinua Achebe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nigerian author um, and you talk about like my people the Igbo people mm-hmm. of Nigeria and uh, how they had a civilization that was like you know what I mean sustainable did their thing mm-hmm. boom 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 and then the English came and uh, what they did was impose religion right and mm-hmm. they basically took all the outliers the outcasts of, of you know said tribes and all that and took them in and slowly started growing growing and that's how they ended up getting their foothold man mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that was I thought that was crazy. That's definitely a book everybody should read. Things All fall things apart. Fall, things things fall, apart. fall apart, man. It's it's a it's a crazy crazy book, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll <laughs> changed my perspective like wild, bro. <laughs> but like on that religion thing, right? Yeah. Um, I you know I personally like it's true. I had the same. Like my mom was extremely religious. Even my younger brothers were extremely religious. Mm-hmm. Um, but me, I always had a hard time with uh, institutionalized religion. Yeah, you know, I always had a hard time. Even as a very very small kid, we'd be in the uh, church and i couldn't understand why we had to give money you know yeah. why the offerings were coming around like mm-hmm. I, of course now i understand a little bit more bro like nothing's free da, 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 boom 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 mm-hmm. but like then you realize like there's these giant entities like 
and they collect a lot of money, man. Oh, a lot of money. And I and I I just doubt all of it goes to where it's supposed no, no. to go. You know? Yeah. Like so that that you know, institutionalized religion always was something that like mm-hmm. rubbed me the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And like you said, I started doing my own research into uh, believing in like what we believed in before and mm. like that ties in what we're talking about how with the mental right yeah. um, they used to say that like I remember hearing as a kid that like meditation in Buddhism was like a form of like like devil worshipping why? Mm. because um, I think uh, it was something along the lines of like when the English wanted to go over to India um, to conquer them the people that they had the hardest time conquering were those that like meditated were mindful mm. because you couldn't break their yeah. mental. You, they were too conscious. They yeah. understood. They saw it like through all the facades. Yep. So the English saw this and were like, bro, that's not, that's that we got to deal with that. Mm. <laughs> so they made it, you know, they demonized the, it, you yeah. know, they, so like, it, yeah. I was, I found that crazy. I remember reading about that and finding that absolutely absurd. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I think I think that like and now, and now everybody's meditating. Yeah, bro, <laughs> it comes full circle, yeah. bro. And like that's why yep. I said we're going into the intuition age because yeah. it's, it's all you know the the frequency mm-hmm. and vibrations are just going yeah. up and up and up, bro. So I think it's a beautiful thing to be honest, man. Facts. Um, you know, take the hands out of the out of the few and put it in the, power, in the hands of the people. You know, exactly. And and that's what the Vatican should be doing, right? But you know, scandals and taking money and. Just, How many scandals did they have, bro? I don't How many, bro? Like, <laughs> I don't even know. Countless, countless, countless. Not to hit on anybody that's like oh, religious no, no, too, no, because no, religious no. has its good side. You yeah, know? yeah. Don't no. get it wrong. It's, it's, it's not, not all that, bad. I'm not saying anything's bad about. I mean, there are some things, of course, that are bad about. Religion, There's good and bad parts about everything, right? That's just life. Yeah. There's good, there's bad. Right. You know? Um, but we're just trying to give, like we said, the truth to people who. Whatever religion you do, you have to know the ups right, and downs, right. the good, the bad. The different perspectives, mm-hmm. the all-around perspectives, you know, that's the key. And a lot of times, even when you're just, when, when people are arguing or talking, mm-hmm. they're choosing they're choosing the points that you like. Yeah. Because there's yeah. something that it's you hate point. that somebody else is going to pick. And you're, so you're trying to avoid that. You're like, so you're trying to uh, make your arguments around just certain things. like, mm. and, and then that's how people, you know, with, with, the, with the Bible or the book. You could take this, like, like you know, uh, if you have a conversation, gay versus straight, then somebody will take, like, a passage where it says, God does this, blah, blah, blah. Somebody else will be, no, God, Jesus loves everybody, so you can't. Right. So you're just taking, <laughs> basically, what you like in, in an argument. That's, yeah, that's Yeah. And that's the thing. So it's, it's just different ways of interpretation. Yeah. But if you choose, you know, love everybody, be respectful, just be kind, and, and do your work, and be di- diligent, it's those people who have you know i would say easier lives yeah, or they're man. they're happier yeah. because they're they're living pure a pure life right. and and recently i've been saying that things are like aligning like yeah. everything everything seems to be aligning like when i was like all right let me take action let me do this this and this like and i keep telling my girl i'm like everything just just it's seems like how that works right everything is just seems <laughs> like it's sitting in place and it's like the perfect time like yeah, i'm man. in the studio here i'm working as serious like it's time for me to you know i want to transition to the next part and like i have more people helping me now because i've been there for a little bit longer before it was just me i was mm-hmm. like oh i want to go switch now it's like ty's helping me out then my manager's actually helping me find a position then you know so it's just everything seems to be aligning and it feels like when you're on your path in the right path then you're it's gonna be a different yeah, different life so that's probably why when you know you said i should have been worried about my apartment like everything was i just wasn't i couldn't it was just good yeah, yeah. 
Telling you, man, it's gonna be. It's definitely gonna be a big year. Yeah, it's definitely gonna be a big year. The reason I say that is because, bro, there's so much um, symmetry, and Mm -hmm. when you start seeing symmetry, that's like a very good sign Mm -hmm. that things are looking up. Yeah, and man, 2020 is the year of clear vision. 2020, man, you know, it's just it's gonna be a it's gonna be a doozy. Definitely, man. (laughs) Where can people find you, bro? Um, My Instagram is real Benny. Uh, real Benny with two N's Two Y's at the end um, I'm on Twitter I'm on Instagram Facebook LinkedIn Facebook, LinkedIn Snapchat <laughs> LinkedIn yeah. Do it all man uh, Find me on, on Instagram Twitter Facebook Andrew uh, But on Twitter and Instagram Life of Drew L-I-F-E-O-F-D-R-E-W Two underscores after that Thank you man Thank you for, Yo, for Coming on this journey with oh, me yeah. Uh, we're gonna post clips, all that stuff, Thanks. content coming out. We're gonna have great guests too, uh, to speak to, and, and we're gonna give y'all just a different perspective on just how amazing Africa is. So just stick, uh, stick along with us, and we'll be back. Peace. Tell them I 